0: Hi, I'm Stephanie Rao from HSS Head Office Advisory Team, and welcome to Reporting for Duties. Reporting for Duties is our limited podcast series aimed at providing bite-sized insights into corporate reporting and ESG throughout the main Australian reporting season. In this episode, we have Lauren Selby, partner in our team, Reporting for Duty, and our topic for discussion is Case Closed, Meeting NGOs' Demand for Case Studies and Live Incidents in Modern Slavery and Other Disclosure. Before we get into it, though, I would first like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land from which we are broadcasting today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to elders, both past and present. So, Lauren, are companies required to disclose case studies or any live incidents when they uh, they have when it comes to modern slavery? So the short answer, Steph, is
1: no, they don't. But to elaborate on that a little bit. So under the current regime, companies need to outline in their modern slavery statement the processes they have in place to manage the risks of modern slavery in their operations and in their supply chains. And that includes the due diligence that they undertake and their remediation processes. There is no obligation to disclose any actual incidents of modern slavery that have been identified by a company, whether it's in its own operations or in its supply chain. Having said that, some NGOs do recommend that companies disclose actual incidents of modern slavery. And that comes from the desire to drive transparency and continuous improvement. So for example, uh, Human Rights Law Center would prefer companies make these types of disclosures And they've actually stated on the record um, that companies should be open about harm when it is found and what was done to address it. Actual cases and remedy outcomes should be publicly disclosed, unless such disclosure would put workers at risk of retaliatory action, undermine a law enforcement investigation, or result in the supplier in question ceasing corrective action
0: they are undertaking. Okay, thanks, Lauren. Um, so the Human Rights Law Centre has flagged that some of the risks of disclosing incidents of modern slavery. But what about other risks for the company and other stakeholders? There's a few risks that a company
1: would need to think about if it was planning to include any case studies in their in its modern slavery statement. Um, the first is legal privilege and most people listening to this podcast will be across that issue, but essentially it's important that a company doesn't inadvertently waive privilege by summarising or disclosing legal advice, um, particularly where there could be litigation regarding the matter or regulators could be involved. Another risk would be if a company decided to disclose a live case study. Um, So if an investigation is ongoing or the company doesn't know what remediation remediation action the company will take, um, it's a bit pretty risky to look to be disclosing these types of live case studies. And so if a company does want to include a case study, our recommendation is always to use one uh, that's, you know, the case is closed. Um, Another area to think about is litigation risk. And companies should be conscious that litigation risk could always come with these types of disclosures. So, for example, could the company be viewed as responsible for the incident? Could law enforcement investigations or proceedings be initiated um, once the regulators have seen this type of disclosure? So that's something else to think through. And then, of course, with that disclosure comes potential reputational and perception risks that need to be worked through as well. So that's from the company's perspective, but the other side of things is from the individual's or individual's perspectives who were involved in the incident, and they may prefer that the company doesn't make any disclosure about the issue, even if it was done on an anonymous basis. So companies really need to be conscious of confidentiality and any risks to the individuals involved in terms of retaliation or other harm that might be caused um, following or because of the disclosure. So if you disclose a case study in one year, there may be an expectation that you will continue to disclose new case studies in future years if new issues are discovered. In addition, if you have disclosed a case study, there may be an expectation that you provide updates on that case study in future bond slavery statements. So that precedent risk is something to think through. And lastly, um, there's always a risk that in deciding what you say and in deciding what case studies you use, that the company could be accused of cherry picking and only disclosing the good news stories. So all in all, there's quite a few risks that need to be worked through.
0: So as you've just said, there are a lot of potential risks and downsides that need to be worked through. But uh, So if that's the case, why would anyone want to disclose case studies, why should companies do this and are there any benefits to doing so apart from fulfilling what um, NGOs would like you to do? So the arguments for disclosure of case
1: studies centre around the concept that talking about what has gone wrong normalises the fact that businesses across spectrum of sectors are facing the issues of mon slavery. So disclosure would reinforce the need to take effective action to address the risk of mon slavery and help evaluate the processes in place, um, you know, so it understand how the company responded when something actually went wrong. Disclosure can also provide a learning opportunity for other companies to understand what can happen and the lessons learned in how to respond and therefore an opportunity for continued improvement. Having said that, um, in a recent Axis study, they found that only 8% of companies surveyed had identified a modern slavery incident or allegation. So it's definitely not common market practice to be including case studies.
0: Got it. Thanks, Lauren. So that. To summarise, it sounds like companies need to carefully consider the pros and cons of disclosing case studies, particularly in light of all the risks that we've just discussed. While activists and NGOs might put pressure on companies to disclose case studies, there's no current requirement to do so. However, we will flag that there are some potential changes coming in the pipeline to the Modern Slavery Act that the government is currently considering, so be on the lookout for further updates about that. Thanks for joining us. This was Stephanie Rowell and Lauren Selby from the Head Office Advisory Team reporting for Judy.
1: In the spirit of reconciliation, Herbert Smith Freehills acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.